Abby Lundrigan leads a tour group through a four-story brick building built in the 1920s. It used to be a meatpacking plant next to the Chicago stockyards. When we think of a vertical farm here at the plant, what we mean by that is that we're farming in an urban environment, we're farming inside of a building year-round, and we're farming on all floors of that building. Today, it's still producing food, but the old building has a new glow from grow lights. Farms inside the hulking warehouse use hydroponic technology. They grow plants in a nutrient and water solution instead of soil and use lamps to replace sunlight. So we grow microgreens up on the fourth floor. We have our aquaponics farm down in the basement. And we have other farms on the floors in between as well. The Plant Chicago is a nonprofit that provides space to about a dozen local food entrepreneurs. They're mostly small scale, serving neighborhood farmers markets and restaurants, salad greens, baked goods, and kombucha, a bubbly fermented tea drink. John Adel bought this 94,000 square foot facility in 2010. It used to produce bacon and ham. Now it's a local food dream, bringing some of the production closer to the urban area that local foodies call home. To create those jobs and to grow the food as locally as possible in order to reduce the pollution associated with its transport, the costs associated with its transport, and to keep those dollars here close to home. Do an internet search for the words vertical and farm. You'll get some very different pictures of the ideal design, some looking downright space age, like something out of the Jetsons cartoon. The notion that most people have of vertical farming comes from these beautiful renderings of glass skyscrapers in the middle of Manhattan or other big cities. That idea comes in large part from Dr. Dixon de Pommier. He's an ecologist at Columbia University in New York, and he literally wrote the book on vertical farming. He's among futurists who argue that the booming global urban population will make joining ag and city architecture a necessity. Because I can see the urban landscape parasitizing the rural landscape for its resources. De Pommier says densely populated areas in places like Western Europe, Korea, and Japan could benefit most from his vertical vision. And instead of spreading out over 318 acres, maybe 3.8 acres, and take those greenhouses and stack them on top of each other employing the same technologies, you got yourself a vertical farm. Critics of that vision say vertical farming can't produce the scale of food a growing population will need, at least not without massive amounts of energy and other inputs. Stan Cox is with the Land Institute in Kansas, a group that advocates for environmental and sustainable agriculture issues. Vertical farming is kind of a vision of factory farming of plants and involves just like with animals, involves much higher inputs of energy, a much higher stress on the plant, and generally is uh, doing things the hard way. Hydroponic production and using greenhouses to prolong the growing season is already common throughout the country. Vertical farms have sprung up from New York to Houston to Minneapolis. This move to grow more food indoors has also caught on for pharmaceuticals. The Defense Department funded a vertical farm in Texas that grows plants for vaccines and cancer-fighting drugs. Well, the digester is a very big and complicated project. Back in Chicago, John Adel is working hard to show critics he can use what is thrown away to power his vertical farm. With a state grant, he's installing a giant metal tank that will convert truckloads of food waste into biogas, burned on site to keep the lights on. 
And so uh, we're in the thick of construction uh, now, and uh, I think by the end of this year, everything will be operational and will be uh, well beyond net zero. But most vertical farming operations today still have a hefty electric bill and carbon footprint. For now, it's not clear if urban vertical farmers will figure out how to produce at an industrial scale, but we do know that farms aren't all white picket fences and red barns anymore, and in the future, they might be in skyscrapers. Peter Gray, Harvest Public Media.